Hey, welcome to the Dream Builder Pete podcast. My name is Casey Sharperson, speaker, competence cultivator, brand strategist, and author of the book, Dream Build Repeat, Harness Fear to Confidently Pursue Your Biggest Dreams. What I love is helping people build their brand. And whether that's their brand in corporate at their nine to five job, or it's their brand that they're building as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur or somewhere in between, whatever status you're in, whatever state you're in, I'm incredibly passionate about helping you accomplish what that is um, by impacting people's perceptions, right? That's what your brand is. That's what a brand is. It's a perception. It's what people think when they experience you. It's what they think when they experience your company, your product, your service. With that, I love to use this space to share strategies and implementation practices that have helped me and have helped my clients. And I came across a post this afternoon that I had already been thinking about, but I felt like this post was confirmation in so many different ways that one, I was on the right track, at least I felt like I was on the right track, but two, there were scientific studies that backed up that this process works. So I thought it was so important to share it with you. And so today's topic is going to be all about gratitude. And I don't want this to sound really woo-woo and out there as far as, you know, showing gratitude for everything you experience in a random way, but truly, what does gratitude look like? How do we access gratitude? How do we experience gratitude? How do we share that? How do we show that out? So I wanted to share with you a couple of ways that I experience gratitude um, as it relates to right now, as well as how I have incorporated some practices within my life to demonstrate that gratitude to others. So I'm really excited to share this with you. So the post I saw was on a page called Girl Confident, and it's Rachel Luna's social media account. I love her. She's wonderful. Highly recommend her. And I know I'm a confidence cultivator. I talk about confidence a lot. Um, But I truly don't believe that there's competition. You know, she is in the confidence space as well, and she's impacting her people and her community. And I love that so much. So here's the post that she put out today. And it said, did you know, several studies have found that journaling reduces stress anxiety, and can even boost your immune system. She goes on to say that a study from 2013 found that 76% of adults who spent 20 minutes writing about their thoughts and feelings for three consecutive days, two weeks before a medically necessary biopsy, were fully healed 11 days later. Meanwhile, 58% of the control group had not recovered. The third study that she referenced says that expressive writing for 15 to 20 minutes a day, three to five times over the course of a four-month period, was enough to lower blood pressure and have better liver functionality. So why did I just read you three different stats about journaling? Well, this is something that I incorporated into my life on a consistent basis at the beginning of 2020. So this goes back to my experience in 2019. I had a goal to read the entire Bible in a year, and that was something that honestly felt very daunting because um, the Bible is 
a big book. And as somebody who loves reading, I also was embarrassed to say that I found it daunting, right? But just like anything, you have a plan, you have a strategy, and you execute that. So I found a Bible plan that I read five days a week, and that allowed me to read the entire Bible in a year. What I found was that it was a lot more about discipline in committing to do something every single day. And seeing that I was able to accomplish that five-day-a-week goal, then it showed me that, hey, these other two days, I might as well engage with the reading as well, right? This I used those extra days to you know, read a different plan, go back and review something, study something else. So having a plan and a strategy to incorporate that on a daily basis was really impactful for me. When I came to 2020, or when I was about to enter to this year, I said, okay, I already know that I can commit to doing this. It's 15 minutes a day, 15 to 20 minutes a day of reading. Why don't I go ahead and add on something else that I have been wanting to do on a more consistent basis, which was journaling. And I did it off and on the year before, but now that I know I had proven to myself that I could be consistent, I wanted to build on to that consistency. So I added journaling. I talked about this if you listen to the episode that I had with Rudy that was about uh, managing anxiety. It was the episode that's right before this one. Um, I talked about my experience journaling. And one of the reasons that really kept me from journaling was because I had an expectation about what journaling looked like, how it should look, how it should be. In my mind, I thought that journaling had to be me sitting down in front of this notebook pouring out my heart, crying, writing all my deepest thoughts, you know, like Diary of Anne Frank, how she was so, you know, she's such a writer and and it turned into a book. So my journals have to be like that. And I have realized over the course of this year that that's not what journaling is for me. Journaling for me is a reflection of the day if I do it by the end of the day and I write down highlights. What am I grateful for? What did I experience today? What was a key thing that happened today that I might want to reference later? What's something that I learned today? What did I struggle with today? So whether it's three sentences that just say, wow, I'm so grateful for the day. Nothing crazy happened. I'm employed. I have a new client. Whatever it is, it could be three lines. That's my journal entry for the day. Or other times when I have set out a lot of space, a lot of time, maybe I've gotten up early, I've gotten my lemon water, my warm lemon water, and I'm ready to just take on the day and I have 30 minutes, 40 minutes to just pour my heart out, that's what I'm doing. But you see here that there is evidence that backs up how journaling or taking time to reflect and be grateful has a profound impact not only on your mental health, but also on your physical body. I would strongly encourage you to incorporate some form of journaling, whether it's taking notes on your phone, because that's what I did a lot previously. I didn't count it as journaling, but I definitely think that it's journaling. There's so much information in my iPhone notes. There's so much information in Evernote, which is an online note-taking product and platform. However you choose to do it, as it relates to your brand, Your brand will grow when you yourself have a presence of mind of who you are, what you represent, 
and how you plan on impacting the world and how you impact the world, right? And I think that that confidence, that clarity, that comes from introspection. You know, taking time to look at yourself and how you spend your time and what you're grateful for. So I strongly encourage you, this is if you're taking notes and you're a note taker, I would challenge you to do a journal challenge. Take some time, five minutes a day, three minutes a day, (laughs) two minutes a day. Write down at least one thing that you're grateful for. And that is so going to impact how you show up at work, how you show up to your relationships, and how you show up for yourself, right? So that's my first tip here for gratitude and how to incorporate that in your life. The second tip that I have that I love so much is, so I feel like journaling really is like being grateful for yourself, being grateful for what you experience, um, for your spiritual walk, for whatever you believe. Like that's very, um, it's very self-focused, right? One other thing that is so important about gratitude is being grateful for people that you experience on a daily basis, for people that you encounter, people that have impacted you. Aside from just saying thank you in that moment, I am a firm believer in thank you notes. It's retro, it's old school. We can easily send a text. We could easily call someone. But there's something about writing a note, finding out somebody's mailing address, (laughs) mailing it to them, and showing them gratitude in that manner. I read an article about a year and a half ago that talked about an executive that was committed to writing one thank you note a day. And for me, that is aspirational, amazing. I'm not there yet, (laughs) but I am committed to writing thank you notes um, on a fairly consistent basis. My ultimate goal is to have a rhythm of writing thank you notes on a weekly basis. Again, I'm not there yet, but I am really into stationary and I am into writing thank you notes, especially uh, for people like podcast guests that come on, writing a note for them, people from my past that I have said, wow, I just can see the fruits of that person's labor impacting me today, five years later. I'm writing them a thank you note. People so appreciate it. It makes them feel loved. It makes them feel thought of. And especially when you take that extra time to truly customize it and say what you appreciate about that person, it gives you deeper relationships and it allows people to experience you on another level. So showing gratitude in your words, in your actions, in thank you notes truly has an impact on you as a personal brand because people will see you and say, wow, that person is so grateful. I will do anything for them. And I don't mean to say this to manipulate people, but it's how it's how people experience you, right? They know that, wow, anytime I do something with Casey, for Casey, she's always so gracious. She's so nice about it. Um, she doesn't make my life hard. I'm going to do something nice. Like if she asked me for this, I'm going to see what I can do. If she asked me for a recommendation, I'm going to give a recommendation. Having that, um, having that heart and that mindset that people experience that of you um, is really truly impactful. So I highly recommend, uh, aside from just your personal journaling, to experience and experiment in ways to truly impact people via thank you notes, 
thank you calls, thank you texts, whatever that looks like for you. But again, I strongly recommend thank you notes. So these are just two ways that I love to express gratitude to myself and those around me. I would love to hear from you. How do you express gratitude? Are you good at expressing gratitude? Do you feel like this is an area that you should grow in? Do you need to be more grateful for yourself and grateful for your current situation? Are you putting yourself down and so you don't see, you're not grateful because you don't see anything to be grateful for? That's something to truly think about and understand where you are right now. So that's my challenge for you. Again, I would love to hear how you express gratitude in your daily walk. So really excited to hear from you on that. You can absolutely connect with me on social media. I love to be there on Instagram, Facebook, at Casey Carey, C-A-S-E-Y-C-A-R-E-A. That's the actual handle, but of course you can find me by just looking at my first and my last name, Casey Sharperson. I'm the only person that exists with that name. You can also head on over to CaseySharperson.com. I do have a free gift for you. Just for listening to the podcast, you can head on over to the start button on CaseySharperson.com and I do have an audio download for you to listen to how to actually jumpstart your brand, your vision, your dream. Thank you so much for listening. Excited for what is to come on the podcast and also excited to hear from you. What are you grateful for and how are you expressing that gratitude in this season? Thanks so much. Bye.